13. Hebrews chapter number 13. While you're turning, let me say that all through the book, all 13 chapters of the book of Hebrews, Paul is writing to Jewish young believers. And they've been saved or converted from the doctrines and traditions of Judaism uh, to Christianity. And if you believe the Apostle Paul is the writer, he's exalting the superiority of the new covenant, the, um, the new way, amen, the new sacrifice over the Old Testament economy which atoned for their sins once a year uh, through the blood of animal sacrifices. So basically he starts out in chapter number one exalting the Lord Jesus. Anytime you're going to deal with any kind of doctrinal issues, you might as well start with Jesus. Amen. That'll help it real quick. But So Paul said in chapter 1 that Jesus is better than the prophets. And in chapter 2 he said he's better than the angels. Amen. Chapter 3 he said he's better than Moses. Uh, chapter 4 he's better than the Levitical priesthood. Uh, chapter 5 he's better than Aaron. Uh, what we're worshiping tonight and what we're in tonight is not after the priesthood, the order of Aaron. That, that had men with sin in their life, amen, that were priests. But after Melchizedek, that represents eternity, amen, eternal things. And chapter number six, Jesus is a better anchor. Um, chapter number seven, it's a better covenant. Uh, he said in chapter number nine that he's, it's a better sanctuary. He said that but Christ being come an high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. Amen. Chapter number 10, he said Jesus is a better sacrifice. Uh, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, sat down on the right hand of God. For by with one offering he hath perfected forever. I like that, don't you? Perfected forever them that are sanctified. We're not just atoned for, amen. Our sin's not just atoned for. The sin was still there. They could never ease their conscience because they was something the sin was covered, amen. But I'm glad our sins are no longer there, amen. Amen. Chapter number 11, he, he puts the emphasis on the way that you get to Christ and, and this new way is, is by faith, plus nothing and minus nothing, Amen. And then, of course, in chapter number 12, he talks about Jesus being the author and the finisher of our faith. And then he wraps it up in chapter number 13. In verse number 10, he says, we have an altar. And now, keep in mind that this altar is not one, he says, that you can use and go by way of the tabernacle that was made with hands. Amen. We got an altar tonight. Amen. But it don't involve the animals' uh, blood sacrifices of animals. Amen. The Bible says, notice in verse number 15, this will be my text verse. He says, by him. Now keep in mind, that's, that's him that's better than the angels, that's better than the prophets, better than Moses, better anchor, better sacrifice. Put him with the rest and he comes out the best. Amen. No matter how you look at it. But he says, by him... Therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto His name. In other words, by Him, therefore, the one that redeemed us to God, that, 
that offered his blood in the presence of God as an eternal sacrifice. Amen. I'm saved forever. Amen. Always will be saved. Amen. If you say, don't, don't try to lose it. Amen. We're eternally saved. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. But the Bible says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. I, I want to lift that phrase out if the Lord will help me. And, and I want to try to preach if God will give me grace and give me help on giving thanks unto his name. I think somebody said, Preacher, are you going to preach on sin? Yes, one of the blackest and most dark sins of our generation is the lack of thankfulness. Did you know you can have everything else right in the ministry and your personal life, but if you're lacking thanksgiving, you'll never, ever reach our full potential. Amen. Amen. I want you to notice, we, we don't curse, drink. We a lot of things that the Lord's delivered us from. Amen. But everybody in this building is behind on giving thanks unto His name. Amen. God's been good to us. Amen. Been good to us. Uh, notice this, you study the word praise, he, you'll automatically run into the word worship. And you'll always end up at the word thanksgiving, the phrase thanksgiving. And Psalms 150 verse number 2 says, Praise Him according to His mighty acts, according to His excellent greatness. If that's the case, when do we ever stop giving Him thanks? Amen. God's been good to me. I'm trying to get ahead of myself. Amen. The Bible said in Psalms 26 verse 7, He said that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Thanksgiving's personal. He said that I may. Can't nobody else do our thanksgiving for us. Amen. Amen. It's to be published. That means it's to be told. Praise God. Amen. If you're thankful, tell it. Amen. Amen. Let me look in our text tonight. Let me give you three or four things that the Lord's put on my heart. Notice in, in verse number 15, he says, By him let us offer thanksgiving, giving thanks unto his name. It's an offering. In other words, it's, it's to be brought of, a free will, of our free will. We don't have to have a praise team or a praise leader or a cheerleader. If we're really thankful, you don't have to tell a blood-washed child of God to be thankful. He really can't help it, amen, if he's really thankful. Amen. It's an offering. Amen. It's an offering. Not, not only that, but it's to be done often. Look at verse number 15. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Let me remind us, it's not just the last Thursday in, in November every year. Amen. But it's every morning, every evening, every service, every camp meeting. It's just every day, praise God. Amen. I know I'm not the only one in this building that's been behind on giving God thanks. Amen. Boy, I had to do some praying this morning to come out of my study this morning. I told my wife, I said, listen, if I told you how thankful I am for you? Amen. She said, what do you want? I said, I want to be right with God, praise God. Amen. But it's an offering. It's to be done often. Then it's outspoken. Look in verse 15. He says, it's the, the fruit of our lips, not the fruit of our heart. He said, one man said, I, I, I am thankful, but I don't say anything. I just keep it all in here. But uh, everything that has breath praises the Lord. Amen. Amen. Silent, silent worship is no more biblical than water uh, baptism without no water. Amen. 
I believe that's right. I believe that's right. So we're to be, it's the fruit of our lips. It's, um, we're to tell it. We're to let it be made known if we're, if we're truly thankful. Amen. I, I looked at that John Butler. If you read behind him, he said that fruit of your lips. He said that phrase, that's the, that's the outward expression of what's going on on the inside. But he said that fruit is to be, the fruit of our lips is to be so ripe, to be so ready that if you just walk up and touch it, it just falls to the ground. Amen. So we're to be so ready when we come to the house of God, so ripe, amen, that the Holy Ghost don't have to do nothing but look our way, praise God. We're ready to get started worshiping His holy name. Amen. It's to be done often. It's to be outspoken. And I, I, I want to tell you tonight how thankful Brother Philbeck is to be here, to be saved, to be saved. It's to be an offering. It's to be done often. It's to be outspoken. But then quickly, it's to be aimed. He said by, by giving thanks unto his name, by, by him. We, we lived in, back in the 90s. I just got saved. But there was a move across America where, if you'll let me be honest, a little bit of man worship going on. A lot of, I believe a lot of evangelists was raised up a little bit higher. You know, God will share everything he's got with us. Mercy, grace. He'll never share his glory with nobody. Some of those men that were exalted ain't even Baptist anymore. Amen. God don't share his, he ain't going to share his glory with nobody. And I am grateful, thankful, thankful to God for the people, the men that's been, been an encouragement to me and been an example for us to follow. And I feel indebted to them, but they ain't never been nobody done for me. They ain't nobody ever helped me. They ain't nobody ever loved me like the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. He's been good to me. I'm a first-generation Christian. I'm a first-generation Christian. I got saved, got to lead my daddy. He's here. Got to lead him to the Lord. Got to lead my mother to the Lord. Got to lead my wife to the Lord. I've got no sad stories. God's been good to me. And sometimes we take for granted all the good things that the Lord's done. Have you ever stopped? Be, be honest tonight. Have you ever thought where you would be? Where you would be tonight had God not come where you was and saved you by the grace of God where you'd be tonight. I know where I'd be and it ain't good. It ain't good. Amen. He's been a friend to me. Amen. Been a friend to me. Amen. A lot of folks will let you down. Praise God. He's never let me down. Mark and the mire of sin come to where we was to bless his holy name. Amen. He's still a buckler. Amen. He's still a high tower. He's still the best thing that ever happened to you. Praise God. Amen. 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 Let me give you three things quickly tonight that, that the Lord does. Really, I think the Lord does when we're thankful that he don't do no other time. Amen. Hey, there's benefits to being thankful. Amen. Notice this. First of all, tonight, you don't have to turn, but God performs miracles when we're thankful. You, you look, you, you study the book of Jonah. Jonah's there by his own doings. He's there because of rebellion running from the Lord. Didn't nobody else cause Jonah to be there. Jonah caused it. Amen. He's, if you will, he's in the belly of his problem, swallowed up by a bitter circumstance. Jonah can't get out. There's nobody to call. The brethren can't help him. The pastor can't help him. He's there and he's going down for the last time. Verse 1 through 8 of chapter 2, Jonah's praying. I just assume think that 
with where he's at, Brother Lindsay, he's probably fasting. Amen. So he's praying and fasting. There ain't nothing happened. And matter of fact, it appears that it's getting worse. And then Jonah said, when I remembered the Lord, my soul fainted. When, when it dawned on him how good the Lord being. You know what he said? He said, I can see him as he looks around. He says, I know I'm done. I know I'm going down. But I'm going to thank him one more time for how good he's been to me. You ever felt that way? You thought, well, it just looks like everything's falling apart. But he's still been good to us. Amen. And Jonah began to pray, sacrifice the voice of thanksgiving. And when he did, the very next verse says that the, the Lord spoke to the whale. That blesses me every time I read that. The Lord spoke to the whale and spit him out on dry ground because of him being thankful. Listen, here's the application. A lot of times we're wanting, we're needing a miracle. And we'll gladly thank the Lord when our miracle comes. Amen. We'll stand up in the middle of a camp meeting and tell everybody how good the Lord is after our miracle comes. Oh, Jonah said, I'm going to do it while I'm waiting. Jonah said, I'm a, hey, I'm waiting tonight. Amen. I'm waiting on the Lord to do some stuff. Amen. But I, I ain't got nowhere else to go. He's still been good to me. He's still the best thing that ever happened to me. I want to love him enough to thank him while I wait. Amen. Amen. I want him to know tonight I ain't got nowhere else to go. Amen. I got nothing to go back to, friend. You better watch that being thankful gets you some things. Amen. Amen. Jonah's doomed. He's sinking. I mean, there's no hope nowhere around. Being thankful got him out of his mess. Amen. Probably somebody in this room's tried everything you know to try. You're begging and you're pleading and you're praying. I tell you what you might want to do. Just try being, instead of, instead of trying to beg for something he ain't done, let's spend a little bit of time thanking him for what he's already done. Because you don't have to add it up. You're way behind on thanking him for how good he's been to us. Amen. Amen. He said when he remembered the Lord, there's a truth there. You can't remember the Lord without being thankful. Amen. I was reading behind a man this morning. He said when it dawned on him how good the Lord had been. Amen. There's been some times in my life nothing else would get me out. And when you ain't got nothing else to do, you just go to, just, just go to thanking him. It works every time. Amen. Amen. He's, Jonah said he's still God. Amen. In the middle of my mess, he's still good and he's still God. Amen. I'm one that once the, the income tax check comes and all the bills is paid, all the youngins is good and right with God and everybody's healthy, I'll be the first one to stand up. But this morning in the wee hours of the morning, the Lord told me I need to start being thankful while I wait on my miracle. So, so being thankful can cause God to do a miracle. God performs miracles. Number two, God's presence is manifested. If you look in 2 Chronicles chapter number 5, you think about Solomon. He's there. There's a, chapter 3 and 4. He's building the, tavern, the temple. But in chapter 5, it's complete. He walks in and I can just look. I can imagine all the gold and the silver and all the garments. All the priests are decked out in their priestly garments. And the beauty's just radiating off of that thing. Well, they bring the ark in. Amen. They bring the ark of God. So God's there, Brother Lindsay. Amen. God's here tonight. Amen. He ain't going to never leave us nor forsake us. But I'm talking about the manifested presence of God. See, the presence of God can't be manufactured. Amen. 
don't matter how loud you shout, how far, how hard you run, it's got to be manifested. It's an act of the mercy of God. When God, when God shows up, and I love it. Listen to me, I love it. I live for it. For those times when God comes down, just kind of unplugs you from its sin, cursed world, just kind of plugs you in for the glory world. Some of you act like you know what I'm talking about. Amen. So Solomon looks around, and there's and and every they got everything. They got everything to have that they need to have a meeting, except the manifested presence of God. So if you will, it's like the service is kind of dead. Amen. Kind of dull, kind of dry. You know what Solomon did? He looked around and he got the priest. And he got all the elders together. And he, I can see him. He said, look around here, fellas. Boy, ain't this good. Look at what God's done. Solomon said, I, I can't thank him by myself. He said, he's been so good to me. I, can't, I, I just don't feel like I can do him any justice. Thank he said, will y'all help me thank him? Amen. And all of them, in one voice, began to lift up their voice and sacrifice praise to the Lord. And when they done that, the very next verse, friend, they went from a dead service to the presence of God. I'm talking about, we call that kindling wood where I'm from. Amen. You know yourself about every service you've ever been in where God showed up. There's some kindling wood stands up and says, Preacher, I just want to thank the Lord. I just, I just want to say a word about how good God's been to me. Amen. You can't start a fire with backwoods, backlogs. Amen. But you get enough of that kindling wood sparking up. Praise God. The backlogs are getting on it. And before you know it, you got a fire in the house. Amen. Amen. His presence is manifested. God don't owe us nothing. Amen. He'd still be God. He'd still be just. And he'd still be holy if he never passed by us again. Amen. I want him to know I thank him. I thank him. I, I thank him for, hey, it was tomorrow night be 26 years. 26 years. I walked up in that little two-bedroom trailer and told my wife, I said, Honey, I got saved. She didn't even know what saved was. She said, what's, what's that? Saved from what? That's what she said. I said, I really don't know. Oh, I didn't have all the words. All I know is I knew I was going to hell. I knew I was lost. And I knew he had everything that I needed. Amen. Got saved that night. It works. It works. Best thing that ever happened to me. Best thing that ever happened to me. Amen. Amen. Matter of fact, you want to help me thank him a little bit tonight? I've been saved for 26 years, and God has been faithful to me every step of the way. Amen. I'm way behind on thanking the Lord. Amen. I made my mind up this morning. Instead of asking and begging for a while, I'm just going to spend some time thanking him. Amen. Amen. That, I'm talking about we, we could be deceived. We could be in a Catholic church tonight thinking we're okay. Amen. We could be depending on our works tonight to get it, and really think we was okay. Thank the Lord for truth. Old time Mount Sinai going to hell conviction. Amen. Amen. That's why. Amen. I'm thankful tonight. Lord's been good to me. Amen. Amen. Well, when we're thankful, the Lord performs miracles. The presence of God is manifested. But I'll tell you something else I've learned from experience. When we're thankful, God answers prayer. Listen, listen now. 
Philippians 4, 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by, listen now, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So we're to let our request be made known to God through prayer and supplication right after we're thankful. Yes, Amen. There's a lot of scripture talking about how to come into the courts and the gates and the presence of God. Thanksgiving. Amen. Thanksgiving. But you know yourself, a lot of times what we do, we're, we spend more time begging than we do thinking. Amen. I believe that's right. Could it be tonight that there's so many unanswered prayers in our life because we spend all this time just, just begging and pleading and, and almost fussing with the Lord, if you will, wanting Him to do this and not spending some time. I'm talking about good, just good quality time. Just good sincerity time thanking the Lord for how good He's been to us. Amen. I believe I'm right. Enter His gates with thanksgiving, into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Matthew 15, that Syrophoenician woman. Perfect illustration of what I'm talking about. She comes to the Lord. She said, my, my daughter's at home, grievously vexed with the devil. I like her attitude. She didn't blame nobody. She didn't blame the youth director. Amen. She didn't blame the people she went to school with. She didn't blame the crowd she's running around with. She just said, she said my daughter's full of the devil. And I need help. And you know, the Bible said, he answered her not a word. That's what your Bible says. Complete silence. Amen. Then, she, then he said, it's not meat. He said, well, I'm, I'm only sent for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So that silence turns to no. Amen. Turns to no. And then he said, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Called her a dog. That's exactly what he did. Amen. And, and you know what she did? Now, the disciples said, send her away, Lord. You and I both know she probably heard that. So now she said she's been told no after the silence. She's heard the preacher say, send her away, get her out of our way. Then she's been called a dog, and then the answer was no the whole time. You know what the Bible says she did? The Bible said she came and worshipped him. Now when you get home, you look up that word worship right there. You know what it means? It means to be overwhelmed with praise and thanksgiving. Amen. Ain't that King James Bible something? Amen. To be overwhelmed. You know what she's saying? Lord, if you never touch my daughter, if my daughter never gets no help, if, my, if my, the one I love never gets no help, you're still good. She's saying, I'm just thankful to be somebody like me, be in the presence of somebody like you. Amen. And instead of begging, she was thanking the Lord. Amen. Thanking the Lord. The very next verse, she got what she wanted then some. Amen. Amen. She, hey, listen here. She was thanking him before the answer come. Amen. 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 Been told two times, no. Do you got enough faith tonight? You got enough love to love him? To love him even if he says no? Amen. If that, if that healing that you've been praying for for that loved one don't come, can you still stand up on Sunday morning and tell, and tell the whole world he's the best thing that ever happened to you? If that prodigal don't ever come home, is he still worthy to you? Amen. She said, I ain't got, she said, I ain't got nothing else. 
She said, I you're all I got. Amen. And you're worthy. Whether or not you touch her, whether or not you hear me, whether, yes, I'm a dog, but I'm your dog. Amen. Amen. Her being thankful, her worshiping the Lord when it seemed like the answer wasn't coming. Amen. Amen. When you get to heaven, you look for her, you'll see her. Amen. You don't get made whole and not get made ready for heaven. Amen. I've watched, I've watched, and I'm done here, but I've watched, I've watched the Lord at Love Valley. I've watched, I learned 20 years ago that things, things God will do things. When you're thankful, He won't do no other time. Amen. I just got there in 1997, and we had about 25 people, and, and um, it was, it's such a long story, but I, we was broke. My family was broke. And um, we, uh, I didn't have enough gas money to even get from where, I, from where my home to the hospital. And we had a, 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 one of them mean families. You know, the honeymoon period had just got over, and, and, it, and things changed, amen. And uh, they just want me to come go to Charlotte Hospital and see a, see a young'un. And uh, I, knew, I knew if I didn't go, that it wasn't going to be good. And I told my wife, she said, well, really? You don't have to feel bad because if you can't go, you can't go. And I said, well, I said, we're going to have to do something. So I rode over to the church, and we had an old van, three-speed on the column. Smoke, there wasn't a mosquito within 100 miles of that place. And I cranked that thing up, so help me, cranked that thing up and went across the parking lot, got to the end of the parking lot, and it got to spitting and a sputter and it cut off, and I just pulled her over to the side and got out. And I'm going to tell you something, friend, the devil got on my shoulder. Amen. Parked that thing, walked back in my office at church, walked back there to my office, and I said, Lord, just so you'll know, I'm as broke as I've ever been. I'm, I'm pretty much as low as I've ever been. But I ain't going nowhere. And I, I don't look like I'm going to get to go over and see that baby, but I still, I still think you're the best thing that ever happened to me. And, and by the way, if you don't help me, I... I'm going to preach Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to talk to you again. Amen. Called my wife, told her I was coming home. Started down that mountain, and there's a man sitting in the middle of the road. His name was Don. And he's standing in the middle of the road, and he's, he's waving his hands out the window, flashing his lights. And I stopped, and uh, he said, Preacher, he said, where are you going? I said, well, I, I'm going home. He said, well, me and my wife were sitting around this morning, had our Bibles open, said, I don't know. said, God just put on our heart and want to do something for you. I said, did he? Yeah, yeah. I, I promise, I promise that man opened up his billfold and handed me $100. Amen. On that day, you can't tell me that's an accident. It was just $100, but it blessed my heart. Amen. I mean, it blessed my heart. I I, I went to Charlotte Hospital. They wasn't a devil nowhere around me, friend. Amen. 85 by, I mean, 65 mile an hour, wide open. God's been good to me. There was another time, brother. We we owed. Uh, we went in debt to buy our fellowship building, and we owed. Uh, we owed a hundred thousand dollars. We said we'd give it paid for by January. Well, we're buying it from some of that same crowd that didn't like. Nothing about me, Brother Lindsay. Well, they said, now, January, if we don't, it's not paid for, we get it back. No questions asked. And you better believe they would get it back. 
So we'd had $70,000 of it paid, 71. And, uh, well, it's, it's December, no, the end of November. And um, I was acting like I wasn't worried about it. But I'd begged, I'd begged, I'd pleaded, I'd made people feel bad. I told them sad stories about if they didn't give, what was going to happen to them. I'd done everything I know to do. And we was $28,000 short. And there wasn't nowhere else to go. We had Brother Larry Rains come in one Sunday night. He said, Preacher, what you been praying about? I said, we walked outside and I said, you see that building down there? I said, I got, I got less than five weeks and we're going to lose it if we don't come up with $28,000. He said, well, I, that really ain't no problem, is it? And I thought, I mean, the last dollars I've got from that crowd was that long, me pulling them out of their hands, stretching them, amen. And what, you wasn't going to get no more. He said, I believe we can get that money tonight. We'd done prayed. We'd done made God promises. You know, we, we're still going to be faithful. Our, our, our nerves just tore up. Old Brother Rains got up and said, I'm going to give $1,000, the first $1,000, to pay that building off if we can get it paid off tonight. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Some of you folks was there. Seven minutes we got up the money and paid that building off. That don't mean much to you, but that blessed my heart. Man, that blessed my heart. You know why? Hey, Lord knew we wasn't going nowhere. We, didn't, we ain't got nowhere to go. Whether he says no, amen, whether you got to wait. I'm not asking you tonight, do you love him? I'm asking you, do you love him enough to thank him and worship him when, when the answer ain't come yet? When you're waiting on the Lord to do something. Amen. Amen. God has been good to the Fieldback family. Did I tell you? Been good to the Fieldback family. He, he may not answer on Friday. Amen. You may have to wait. and you, he, he may say no. Amen. So every now and again we need to remind him. Whether he says no, whether he says yes, or whether he says wait, he's still the best thing that ever happened to him. Amen. Still the best thing that ever happened to him. Thank you, preacher. Amen.